Welcome to episode 16 of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father, son, fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on episode 16, Santa Claus is coming to town. Hear father and son rock around the Christmas tree with the greatest December guest of them all, Santa Claus, live from the North Pole. Are you ready for our December serving of chili? We'll go gold, silver, bronze and warm you up with our award-winning selections of winter-inspired athlete names. Father-Son Free-For-All 2020 will end on a high note. Here our show-stopping sports rendition of the 12 Days of Christmas. And we'll head for home on episode 16 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on episode 16 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy December, everybody. I hope you're doing well. And season's greetings, happy holidays to you, Ashton. How are you, my man? I'm feeling amazing. You're feeling amazing? You're probably feeling festively amazing, eh? Like yep. so, um, well, welcome everybody to our very last edition of 2020, our last episode. You know we've run monthly podcasts, and uh boy oh boy, what a year it's been. Quite eventful for everybody around the world, Ashton. And we hope everybody uh, continues to be safe. Um, And Ashton, you know, here we are. It's the holiday season and uh, it's going to look a little different, right? But I mean, um, how are you doing in school? And I guess you're looking forward to um, a bit of a break, if you will, for the holiday season. Are you excited for the holiday season? Yeah, I'm very excited. Good stuff. And why is that? What are some of the things that you, you think you'll be able to do? I know, obviously, we're... You know, we're still in uh, the pandemic, but um, there'll be some fun things we're able to do outdoors. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Like we can throw football in the snow. That's right. I mean, I actually, in fact, uh, here, uh, listeners, uh, I'm sure a lot of recreational programs are doing um, things outside. In fact, Ashton, you know, when you were very young, uh, you must have been probably like, I would say, three, three years old, four years old. I might have taken you, it might have been four, I took you to the city of Brampton's skating rink. And uh, at the time of recording here, everybody, the city of Brampton announced that, and Ashton, you should know this, that both of our uh, beautiful outdoor skating rinks, one at Gage Park, yep. and the one that's not too far away from us at Chinkuzi Park, is going to be open to the public. Yep. So what do you, th- so what do you say about that? We lace them up? Yeah, I think we should lace them up and go down and skate. All right, good stuff, my man. Well, uh, you know, everybody, December's a big month, and it couldn't be bigger for Champs and Chums episode 16 because a little bit later in the program, you're going to be hearing pictures and descriptions of, I believe, the greatest guest of them all. And Ashton, why don't you give the, the fans a little bit of a sneak preview of that? Um, the special guest we have on episode 16 is the greatest of all, Santa Claus. Outstanding, Ashton. And, uh, boy, that was a great conversation. Yep. It sure, and in fact, there was some great stuff he actually mentioned, and we won't give it away because we want you guys to listen to the end of the episode. It's breaking but news. It, it is breaking news, right? Do you want to give a little bit of a hint, maybe? Maybe something to do with his team? Okay. Little hint. It's about an elf. And we'll leave it there. Yep. So that is our tease to get you to run along your your great listening uh, attention. And uh, as you have all year, everybody, on Champs and Chums, there is some breaking news about an elf. 
that's coming up on episode 16 in our best of chat with Santa Claus. Looking forward to that. You know, and uh, Ashton, uh, speaking of Santa Claus, and we know he's all about giving this time of year, it was really um, great that we were able to celebrate uh, his appearance, um, uh, well, I should say him being on the show, and, and we were into some giving as well, too, because there was a special charity, in fact, that's close to Santa's heart and close yep. to ours heart. And actually, maybe you can talk a little bit about our charity choice, which, which Champs and Chums is so proud to donate to. Our charity choice was Toys for Tots. You know, Ashton, you've got some history with Toys for Tots, too, right? Because, yep. you know, within our Brampton community, and uh, uh, big thanks and shout out to the Peel Police uh, who really orchestrate this along with the Salvation Army. Uh, I know Canadian Tire is a big sponsor too. And of course, Santa uh, contributes yep. greatly to this. But you, tell, tell the fans at home a little bit more about uh, Toys for Tots. We actually, every Christmas, we do a Toys for Tots donation at my school. For sure. And then what are, what are some of the things that go, go around um, uh, that come into the school and, and where does it go? Where does uh, it go? Oh, there's hundreds of toys. When if when you walk in, there's gonna be like huge amount of toys. Yeah, and 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 those go. Yeah. Where do they go to? Who do they go to? They go to kids that are uh they are, don't have anything cr for Christmas, but they're gonna get a surprise, which is their Christmas gift. Well, isn't that amazing? And, and, that, and that's really the spirit, Ashton, that we're trying to talk about here on Champs and Chums, episode 16. Yep. It, it is the spirit of giving. And uh, we were so proud to, to make a, a contribution. And uh, like you mentioned, there's a lot, of, um, a lot of families, a lot of kids this Christmas, um, you know, even beyond COVID and what's going on, that uh, Christmas is a very difficult time of the year. So... Um, what people are doing in the community with Toys for Tots and making sure that unused uh, uh, toys, new toys, uh, get under the Christmas tree for kids and families that, uh, that really um, wouldn't have that kind of a, an experience, I think is a wonderful thing. So Ashton, big fist bumps to you. Big one there, my man. Happy holidays. And um, if you get an opportunity, whether it be Toys for Tots or any other kind of um, worthy charitable cause where people need it the most. We, we at Champs and Chums certainly endorse getting out there and getting into the Christmas spirit that way. Good stuff. Well, Ashton, let's move on now to our father-son free-for-all segment. And, you know, I've, uh, I've made it very festive, right? Because, yep. ladies and gentlemen, as we always do on father-son free-for-all, we've got two rounds for it, and we got a little bit of a surprise in round two. But for round one, Ashton and I are going to award uh, winter-inspired athlete names. So, Ashton, we're going to start with you with your bronze medal. My bronze medal is Derek Bell. Great selection, Derek Bell. Why don't you tell, and, and you know, Derek Bell's a former Blue Jay as well too, right? But yep. why don't you tell them a little bit about Derek Bell? He was born... He was uh, in July third on July third two thousand and one. His last MLB appearance was with the Pittsburgh Pirates. When was his first MLB debut, though? In June twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one, for the Toronto Blue Jays. Note that team, everybody, our hometown Toronto Blue Jays. Derek Bell, yeah, uh, first game, June twenty eighth, ninety one. Yep. What else, Ashton, about Derek Bell? What teams did he play for? He played for the Toronto Blue Jays, the San Diego Padres, the Houston Astros, the New York Mets, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, he sure did. And, I mean, uh, his probably his best season for ribbies, it was in 96. Ribbies, meaning his runs batted in, was 113 in 96 with the Houston Astros. Uh, his biggest, uh, home run year, Ashton, was with the Houston as well in 98, 22 dingers, 108 RBIs, Ashton's bronze medal for winter inspired athlete names is Derek Bell. Good stuff. All right. So it's over to dad with my bronze medal. And I guess we should connect the dots, Ashton. Yep. Bell, right? 
-hmm. Why would we pick Bell during Christmas time? It's because of uh, the mistletoe. There's bells. Yeah. And on uh, Christmas uh, decorations with plants, there's bells as well. Great stuff. All right, over to Dad here on this end of the broadcast chair uh, for my bronze medal for winner-inspired athlete names. Say hello to David Freeze. David Freeze. That's right, everybody. A uh, a third baseman whose uh, MLB debut happened in April of 2009 for the St. Louis Cardinals. His last appearance was um, for the Los Angeles Dodgers in September of 2019. But there's a man, David Freese, who, uh, if anything, wasn't cold at all. I mean, he had 113 career home runs. He uh, drove in 535 in a celebrated career with St. Louis, Los, uh, L.A. of Anaheim, um, Pittsburgh, and, and the Dodgers. And David Freeze, uh, let me just uh, take a look here. His best year, everybody, was the year, and it was all, his only year when he had 20 home runs, was in 2012 with the St. Louis Cardinals, 79 ribbies. David Freeze is my bronze medal for winter-inspired athlete names. Ashton, over to you for your silver medal. My silver medal for winter-inspired athlete names is Theron Fleury. Theo Fleury. You know, there's a guy, too. We've talked about it all year in Champs and Chums. You know, all of... Uh, now, how, how tall is this Is this uh, great uh, he, player? He is five foot six. Only five foot six. Ashton, what have we said all year in Champs and Chums? Height doesn't measure heart. It certainly doesn't. And this man had a lot of heart. Tell, tell the listeners at home a little bit about Theo Fleury, your silver medal. He was born in June 29th, 1968, and this has a bit of connection. He was born in Oxbow, Saskatchewan, and he played for the Calgary Flames, the Tornado Avalanche, the New York Rangers, Chicago Blackhawks, and... Yeah, he played, uh, he he obviously had some time late in his career playing in Europe as well too, right Ashton? But, uh, you know, Theo Fleury was a Stanley Cup winner. Let's not forget about that. I mean, he was yep. one of the great players. I believe it was, uh, was it 86? Yeah. 85 or 86, he won a Stanley Cup. Uh, no, sorry, my apologies. 1989, he was a Cup winner. He uh, was an all-star. And he get this, Ashton. Theo Fleury played in 1,084 games, uh, got over 1,000 points, he almost had, he had 455 goals over his career. Uh, some outstanding years that Theo Fleury had. 90-91, he got 51 goals. Um, so that's a great one. And why would we say Fleury? It's because um, the snow is very flurry. That's right. So there you go. Ashton Silver Medal, uh, Theron Fleury, hockey player. Good stuff. All right, over to Dad with a silver medal. And I'm going to move from the ice, Ashton, over to the hard court of basketball because my silver medal is a gentleman who was a player and a coach. His name was Brian Winters. That's right, everybody. Brian Winters, my silver medal for uh, winter-inspired athlete names, He had a career as a player with the Los Angeles Lakers in the mid-70s, the Milwaukee Bucks, and then he became actually um, uh, a great coach, not only in college, uh, U.S. college with Princeton, but he went on to become a great assistant coach, uh, serving with teams, the Atlanta Hawks, the Vancouver Grizzlies, the Denver Nuggets, the Golden State Warriors, but... um, Brian Winters was an NBA All-Rookie First Team in 1975, and he also, Ashton, was a two-time NBA All-Star in 76 and 78. And did you know, Ashton, that the great Chicago Bulls superstar Michael Jordan, he singled out Winters as the best pure shooter in history? Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty heady stuff when you got the, the great Michael Jordan saying that for you. So there you go, everybody. My silver medal, uh, Brian Winters. Ashton, over to you to unveil your gold medal. My gold medal 
is Garth Snow. Amazing. Garth Snow. And how appropriate. That's got to be a gold medal. Yeah. Right? So tell, tell the listeners at home a little bit about Garth Snow. He was born July 28th, 1969. And he is six foot three. And he played for Quebec Nordquites. The Quebec Nordiques. That's Nordiques, right. Nordiques. Philadelphia Flyers. Vancouver Canucks. Pittsburgh Penguins. New York Islanders. And SKA St. Pittsburgh. Petersburg. Ashton, I got a story for you, man. I actually uh, brushed by Garth Snow. What? True story. Not that he avalanched me, everybody, but I was working with the Leafs then, and uh, some of my great chums, uh, Pat Park and uh, and others, would remember this. Uh, Snow was either injured, or he he might have been yeah he might have been injured because he probably would have been sitting on the bench. So he came up to the press box at Old Maple Leaf Gardens, and boy, was he a big man, uh, tending the between the pipes. For at the time, it would have been Philadelphia, as I recall. So I had a, a chance to uh, brush by the snowman, your gold medalist, Gar Snow. Wow. Good stuff. All right. And now it's Dad's turn. And Dad's going to unveil my, uh, my uh, gold medalist. And go into the baseball diamond for this one, Ashton. My gold medal for winter-inspired athlete names, Chili Davis. Now, why would, why would Chile have something to do with it, Ashton? It's because it's very cold in the winter. Well, this man wasn't cold at all. Chili Davis, outfielder, designated hitter, now 60 years old. I think I took him in a pool, uh, one of the, uh, the, the baseball pools there back in the day with the boys. But Chili Davis, 350 career home runs, 1,372 runs batted in. He was a great player for the California Angels, the Minnesota Twins, the San Francisco Giants, the California Angels, the Royals, and the Yankees. He, and then he became a coach as well too, Ashton, uh, with the Bo Sox, the Cubbies, the Athletics, and then also currently a coach with the New York Mets. Chili Davis, my gold medalist, is a three-time All-Star in 84, 86, and 94. Did you know, Ashton? He's a three-time World Series champion. I did not know that. Yeah, in 91 and 98. So 91, 98, 99. And just quickly, his biggest year, Ashton, Chili Davis, would have been, let's see, he would have gotten, uh, let's see, uh, 30 home runs, 90 RBIs with the Kansas City Royals in 1997. Had some big years. Looking here, probably about uh, eight or nine, eight or nine home runs. You got some other stats about Chili Davis? We actually have a relation to the Kansas City Royals. We actually saw a game versus the Blue Jays. Way to connect the dots there, my man. Nice segue. You're right, because you actually met um, some Kansas City Royals there. You got some autographs, yeah. right? Like I think it was, uh, uh, was it um, the, the backup catcher there? Mm-hmm. Uh but anyhow, yes, uh, you, you got some, uh, oh, it was uh, Sparkman, uh, yeah. the pitcher, Glenn Sparkman. Yes, you, you got an autograph and a picture with Glenn uh, Sparkman. And, and I think Chesler Cuthbert also, too, was, uh, was there as well. Well, good stuff, everybody. That ends round one, the festive edition of uh, Father-Son Free-For-All. But Ashton, it's now time to actually call an audible here. We are going to do something we've never done before. We're going to make a live call. What? So Ashton, give them a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of an introduction on why we're making this live call. We are making this call to one of the Power Girls, Serena. Yeah, we are, and I tell you, everybody, if you've been listening to our show, uh, you know, throughout, you know that last Christmas. We were in the in the studio at the at the Chincuzi Recording Center, and we were um, uh, we were it was we were just overjoyed and benefited from some brilliant voices as we sung a rendition 
of the um, of the 12 days of Christmas. But let's call Serena now. So everybody, we're going to see if, if the magic of, uh, of uh, radio works here. And we're going to do that. What do you say, Ashton? You think we can make this work? Yeah. Okay, good stuff. So hang on, everybody here. We've never done this. Uh, of all uh, 15 previous episodes of Champs and Chums, but we're going to do it right now. We're going to call Power Girl Serena. Let's see if this works. Well, the dial tone is working okay, so that's good. And see if we get through. Uh, calling live on air. Hey, guys. Hey, is this the uh, Power Girl, one half of the Power Girls? Is this Serena? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Serena, it's your champs and chums. Uh, Uncle Tony and Ashton calling. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Well, you're live on on our episode 16. And uh, Ashton, why don't you say hello to your great uh, your great chum, Serena? Hi, Serena. Hi. Happy holidays, Serena. And 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 how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing good today. Well, that's yeah, happy holidays to you guys. Oh, that's great. Well, it's so great to have you on the show. You've been such a great part and a big contributor to all the success that Champs and Chums has had for. Uh, for um you know all our episodes since day one and uh you know we kind of thought this is the first time we're doing it and and and, and guys let's kind of take ourselves back about a year ago when we were all in the chinkuzi recording studio and we sung this stunning sports rendition of the 12 days of christmas right so do you do you remember that serena yeah i know that was a fun time that was oh. a year ago, my goodness. Oh, I can't believe it was a year ago. And uh, you're such an outstanding singer. I've had the great fortune of hearing you sing, you know, not just a sports rendition of the, the 12 Days of Christmas, but here you've sing. I know you've you, you've done some some uh, great uh, singing appearances in community too. Why do you like singing, Serena? Um, I've always enjoyed singing ever since I was younger. So it's just been something that I've always liked to do because it just brings me happiness and others happiness oh well you you bring us happiness in hearing you sing and ashton why do you like to sing as well too i like to sing because uh i like um doing renditions of other people's uh songs all right everybody so listeners at home we are going to take you through as we thought it'd be really special to celebrate this holiday episode of champs and chums to bring you th through our rendition, a Champs and Chums rendition of the 12 Days of Christmas. All right, listeners at home, we're coming down in three, two, and one. On the first day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me a champion Raptor jersey. On the second day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me Two star sticks and a champion raptor jersey. On the third day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me three TFC balls. Two star sticks and a champion raptor jersey. On the fourth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me four eagle helmets. Three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the fifth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the sixth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me six green, green Rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four Eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the seventh day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me Seven bull sweatbands. Six green rider footballs. Five Canadian gloves. Four eagle helmets. Three TFC balls. Two stars. 
And a champion raptor jersey. On the eighth day of Christmas, my sportsman gave to me eight Oakland A gloves, seven bowl sweatbands, six green rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion raptor jersey. On the ninth day of Christmas, my sportsman gave to me nine forty-niner clipboards, eight Oakland A gloves, seven bull sweatbands, six Green Rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four Eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the tenth day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me ten Packer cooler packs, nine forty-niner clip cords, eight Oakland A gloves, seven bowl sweatbands, green six green rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four Eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my sports fan gave to me eleven angels in the outfield, ten Packer cooler packs, nine forty-niner clipboards, eight Oakland A gloves, seven bull sweatbands, six Green Rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four Eagle helmets, three TFC balls, two star sticks, and a champion Raptor jersey. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my my sports fan gave to me twelve Celtic T-shirts, eleven Angels in the outfield, ten Packer cooler packs, nine for niner clipboards, eight Oakland A gloves, seven Bull sweatbands, six Green Rider footballs, five Canadian gloves, four Eagle helmets, three TFC balls. Everybody at the end here. And a champion raptor jersey. Outstanding, everybody. Thank you so much. That ends father-son free-for-all round two. And Ashton, you're going to take us to break. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 16 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for a next edition of our Best Of segment. And Ashton, you know this and our listeners know this too. We have been so grateful uh, for all the outstanding special guests who have joined us on our show this year. And with our most ambitious of dreams, we have scored big with the greatest December guest of them all. Hey, Ashton, I got two questions for you, my man. Are you ready to rock around the Christmas tree on episode 16? Sure am. All right. Are you ready for a Christmas miracle on Champs and Chums? Of course. All right. Great stuff. Well, our special guest is the most beloved of kids and kids of all ages around the world. He was born and raised in the North Pole. Our special guest has made tracks on an illustrious career leading and serving everyone everywhere, each and every year. His magical sleigh has soared brightly across communities. His generosity warms homes and hearts, bringing smiles to his legions of fans. Ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to be joined by number 25 in your program, number one in your hearts, a Hall of Famer, true and true, Santa Claus. Santa Claus, welcome to Champs and Chums. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Well, thank you very, very much for inviting me. Anthony, Ashton, it's great to be on board with you guys tonight. Oh, it's so great to have you on the program, uh, Santa Claus. Uh, Ashton, why don't you say hello to our best of guest, Santa Claus. Hi, Santa. Hi, Ashton. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Uh, are you behaving? Yep. That's and, good to hear. And, and father's behaving, too, just so you know as well, Santa Claus. So. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a matter of debate. <laughs> 
That's great. It's great to get into this father-son uh, fun talk with Santa Claus, our best of episode 16 guest. And uh, I, I guess just uh, by way, before we get into all the formal questions, Santa Claus, we know it's been a very uh, challenging year for everybody around the world. And, and you have such an important role and a job to play, even during this time of COVID. But uh, maybe just uh, a little bit off the top on maybe some of the things that you and your team have been doing and getting ready for the big day. Well, you know, it, it's been a very, very tough year for a lot of people all over the world. It's been very hard at the North Pole. We now have special guidelines in place. Luckily, we're not in lockdown, but we are doing things that are helping us curb anything that's going to happen with COVID in the North Pole. We're social distancing. The reindeers are all wearing masks. And on the sleigh now, we've adjusted the positioning of the reindeers so they're all six feet apart. So it's making for a very trying time because they're all learning new positions. But the most important thing of all is we're sharing this together, we're caring together, and we're working together as a team. The North Pole is a unique facility. We have 1,483, oh, sorry, 1,484 else. And they all are wearing masks, social distancing, washing their hands. They have to be safe because every toy they touch is going to go to children all over the world. Well, Santa Claus, the, oh, and what great insights, listeners. Ashton, what do you say? Eh? I mean, even in a time of COVID, in such an important role that Santa Claus is, is playing and his team, he talks about his great team. We'll get into that in our, in our fun talk. But, um, you know, social distancing and thinking of, of the pandemic. Uh, great job, Santa Claus, on behalf of Ashton and I and the listeners. Good stuff. Well, let's get into our, uh, our, our, our fun talk because you're a busy man, you and your team getting up for this, uh, the, this, this uh, special time of the year. Just wanted to start off uh, a dad here on this side of the microphone, Santa, with uh, our first question. And um, you, you, you touched on it as well, too. I mean, can you talk uh, to the listeners uh, here on air about the importance of preparation? I mean, even pre-COVID leading up to Christmas Day? Oh, of course. Uh the preparation for Christmas Day, actually it's Christmas Eve, is the reindeer do practice runs. Like I said earlier, they practice for about 20 days. And it's very important that they get ready for the big, big day. And then after the 20th of December, they relax for a couple of days, get all their energy back up to speed, and they get all ready to go. Now, also, Santa has a tough time in December because Mrs. Claus puts me on a diet for the whole month. Because, you know, everywhere as I go throughout the world, I eat my favorite cookie, chocolate chip homemade cookie, <laughs> and I right. have a glass of milk. That's and right. then the sleigh, we have to prep that for, for the Christmas season. We have to make sure it's running smooth. All the blades are nice and clean and sharp so they can land on the roof without doing any damage. We clean it up, make sure it's very, very good. I have four mechanics that work on my sleigh all year round, but Christmas we increase that to eight to make sure it's in perfect running order. Oh, that's great stuff. So great to get those pictures and descriptions directly from you, uh, Santa, in terms of uh, putting in the work. And we talk a lot about that on Champs and Chums, being prepared and, and getting ready for big moments. And it's just such so great to hear it directly from, uh, from Santa Claus. Um, another question for you, too. We talk a lot about it on Champs and Chums is this uh, real importance of mentorship. And, you know, uh, you make many people so happy, Santa, you know, kids and kids of all ages. I'm wondering if you can talk about how important uh, mentorship is uh, to you and the role that you play, and uh, why is it so important? Well, my definition of mentorship is a leader. It's somebody who's teaching all the time. So even though I have elves that have been with me for years, I have to make sure that they're always learning. So they take courses online with our computers. They're mentored by older and more, well, how would you put it, senior elves that are higher up in the echelon and that help them learn more and more. The reindeer are always mentoring because we have to, new reindeers that come aboard that get trained and get taught. Yes, we have our, our special nine reindeers for Christmas Eve. And of course, Rudolph's the leader of all those with his red nose. But everybody is being taught. Leadership is important. And it's the same thing with children all over the world. Moms and dads, teachers, educators, they are teaching the children all over the world. That's what mentorship's all about, is to teach each and every one of us. That's great. Uh, Santa, my uh, chum Ashton here, probably arguably one of your biggest fans, has uh, some questions for you. Ashton, take it away. 
Santa, um, what does teamwork mean to you, and what are some examples of teamwork during the Christmas holiday? Well, I think, Ashton, I think the main thing to think about teamwork is it's two words. You're part of a team, and you all work together. So at the North Pole, we're all part of this team. Mrs. Claus is a very important part of the team. She keeps me fit for the whole year. She turns around and she makes sure that all the elves are on proper diets so they can work very, very diligently on their job, preparing and making the toys and then packaging the toys and then loading the sleigh for Santa. And that's the most important part. And the reindeer, they're part of a team. They're a crucial part of Santa's team. Without reindeer, how would Santa deliver the toys all around the world? Teamwork is exactly what I said. Two words, team and working together. Uh, Santa, what are some of your favorite memories during Christmas? My favorite memories? Oh, I have so many. Let me think about this for a moment. Well, I'm sure the first time I delivered toys to the boys and girls around the world. That was incredible. It put a, a rush through my whole body. And I still get that feeling every time I put toys under a Christmas tree, no matter where it is, whether it's in Europe, the USA, Canada, South America, Australia, wherever I go, when I put toys under the tree, it gives a rush and a thrill to me. But the, one of the most amazing times of my memories would be tasting my first homemade chocolate chip cookie. Those are my favorite. Those and a nice cold glass of white milk. And you know what's really amazing about Christmas? And this memory shines every time I go into a home or I'm flying through the sky with my sleigh. All the lights on all the trees, all the lights in all the houses. They're like a beacon guiding me to where I have to go. These are my most favorable memories. That's amazing. Uh, you're listening to episode 16 of the Champs and Chums podcast. This is our best of segment, and we have Santa Claus. It's uh, Ashton and Anthony in the uh, behind the mic here. And, uh, wow, some great memories you shared there, Santa Claus. I uh, wanted to shift gears and talk about two, um, two important uh, uh, areas of work that you do and you contribute so greatly to. That's giving and community. And, you know, I, I heard you when you talked about, um, you know, the joy you get when you, you make those deliveries uh, all around the world. But um, if we dial it back to community and think about the uh, wonderful city that uh, Ashton and I live in, Brampton, you've done some amazing things already in this Brampton community. So I guess uh, a two-part question, Santa Claus. Can you talk about the importance of giving in community and then I know that there's uh, some uh, initiatives that are very dear to your heart here in the Brampton community and some events that you're going to be taking part in leading up to Christmas. Well, I think giving is, is exactly that. You give. I give from my heart all, all year, but at Christmas, it's even more. And, you know, I do give a lot in this community of Brampton. Brampton is an unbelievable city. They have the greatest nighttime parade anywheres and it's an honor to be in that parade every year they have great parents great grandparents the kids are phenomenal and it's just giving the love to the children and getting it back that's what giving is all about and yes for charities and stuff like that i'm involved with toys or tots this is one of my favorite charities this is something that is crucial especially this year there's not much out there for anybody because of COVID, nobody is giving. So we've set up special places all through Brampton. You can go on the Brampton websites and you can see where they're located. Go to Peel Regional Police. You'll see they'll tell you exactly on their website where all the Toys for Toss locations are. Please give whatever you can. It's important. A lot of children this year will be without. A lot of families are suffering. The food banks. I help Regeneration. These guys are out there every day generating food for families in need. And this year is especially crucial. You got to make sure that you help every way you can. So that's what giving is all about. When you give, your heart will shine. 
Oh, some beautiful words there, Santa Claus, and certainly, um, you know, giving and, and community, uh, so important to you, so important to us as well at Champs and Chums. We were so pleased to, uh, you mentioned the charity Toys and Tots, make a donation on behalf of Champs and Chums, uh, just a privilege, privilege and an honour to do that, and certainly we encourage all the listeners uh, to, to check out Toys and Tots. You can find some of the information there, as Santa Claus mentioned at the Peel Police website. I know the Salvation Army you're very much involved with, and then I believe Canadian Tire is a big partner of that too. And we know too that you've got so many events going on uh, right across the world, but you're still making time for Brampton. I know that you're going to be up at a at event, I believe, at Downey's Farm uh, leading up to Christmas as well too. That's correct. We're at Downey's Farm. And the beautiful thing about Downey's Farm, it's an outdoor event. So Santa is actually visiting there, especially for the children of Brampton and the region around here. And here's what it's all about. Santa's on a tractor. I'm seven feet in the air, so I'm social distancing. You can come into the barn where Santa is. We have a setup just like a Christmas tree and a nice winter set. There's special gifts for the children. It's all about Christmas. And it's Santa sharing his feelings with the children, talking to the children. Santa being seven feet in the air can talk to them face to face. They can come in and it's just a beautiful feeling. And to get to it, we've added two more days, the 21st and the 22nd of December. There are still some tickets available, but you have to book online at Downey's Farm. So go to the website for Downey's Farm in Caledon and check it all out. It's amazing. It's a great time for the family and it's an experience. It's a whole winter wonderland up there. They're selling Christmas trees. They have park area where the kids can play on certain games and stuff. It's all about family, a winter, and it's a Christmas at the farm. Oh, that's a beautiful place up there. You're right. So uh, listeners uh, there, if you get a chance to check it out. And Ashton, you've been to Downey's Farm as well too many a times. What do you think about that? It's it's a farm fun with Santa too. What do you think about that event? Well, I think um, it's going to be amazing. And uh, you never know. I could go there and see Santa again. <laughs> That's right. I think you're uh, you're looking for mom and dad to get you up there. Well, we'll certainly try to do that. Downeysfarm.com for uh, for more information. Santa Claus will be up there uh, uh, heading uh, heading up to uh, the Christmas season. Good stuff. Well, Santa, uh, we we talked about it a little bit, but I wanted to dial back on it because we are uh, proud Bramptonians, uh, north of 13 years now. Um, you know, you've always made time in, in all of the places that you travel um, uh, leading up to Christmas, but you always make time for Brampton. Um, why does Brampton have such a special place in, in your heart? I, I think Brampton has a special place in my heart because it's such a unique city. The diversity of the population, the different nationalities in this city are absolutely unique. You go from basically a true to an East Indian generation, to an Asian generation, to European generations. It's all mixed in this city. This city has a diversity of nationalities, which is unbelievable, like nowhere else in the world. And the beautiful part about it is they all get along and they all care about each other. So that's the beautiful part about Brampton. Brampton is a very warm, open city. It's grown to be a very large city, but you know what? The bigger it gets, the better it gets. Keep that in mind. Brampton proud. And if you're in Brampton before Christmas, shop local. The local merchants are hurting desperately for business. And I know you can't go into the stores with a lockdown, but here's a couple of things you can do. You can shop online for each of the stores. Visit the downtown BIA website. There's listings of all the different stores and options of how you can shop in downtown Brampton. Support the restaurants. Support everything you can in downtown. If you, you can't go into the restaurant, but you can order takeout or you can get to one of the websites or one of the apps that actually deliver the food. They all need your help. This has been a rough year for a lot of the businesses in town. Just support local and be involved with a local town. Brampton is a major city now, and it needs your help as well as everybody out there to support local. Well, there you heard it, Champs and Chums listeners. Our international superstar, Santa Claus, is putting Brampton on the map, and we thank you for that. We join you in being 
Brampton proud, uh, so Brampton proud Santa Claus that we actually had the mayor of Brampton, uh, Patrick Brown, on our show on episode ten, and uh, um, and his efforts in leading the city not only through a pandemic, but uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know, some everybody pulling together and that real uh, goal of being great uh, as we keep moving forward. Um, is some great words there by you on uh, on Brampton, the ninth largest city in Canada. Ashton, over to you, Santa Claus. Just a couple more questions. This has been an amazing father-son fun talk chat, uh, best of segment. Ashton, over to you with the, the final two questions. Santa, what are some of your favorite sports of all time and why? Well, Ashton, as you know, I'm a rather robust individual. What that means is I, I'm a little bit on the heavy side sometimes, but that's fine. I love sports. My two favorite sports of all time, bar none. Hockey, my favorite hockey team, bar none, Toronto Maple Leafs. My other sport that I love deep in my heart is a sport I've just gotten into greatly in the last five or six years by just listening to it and watching it on the TV at the North Pole. Basketball. And the greatest basketball team out there right now is unbelievably, no doubt in my mind, the Toronto Raptors. And they're going to repeat. They're going to come back and win another title if not this year, the next year. They're a great team. I love basketball. I love hockey. Those are my two favorite sports. Well, that's amazing to hear. you. Not only just Maple Leaf Blue, and we are big Maple Leaf fans as well too, Santa, but Raptor Red, how appropriate as well. So, Ashton, what do you think about that? Santa's a big Raptor fan. I think that's amazing. <laughs> right, good. And by the way, uh, Santa, just so you know, we're behind the mic. We're wearing red here too, just in honor of you being our, our best of uh, guest on episode 16. Ashton, fire away with the last question for Santa Claus. Santa, what is... Uh... Words of advice do you have for kids who are good but want to become great? Wow, that's a really good question. It is, Ashton. Ashton. Great question. Now, let's use you as an example. You go to Roundtree Monastery School in Brampton. You're in grade three. You really like school, and you work hard at what you're doing. So what does this tell you? The harder you work, the more you achieve, the better you become. My advice to you and all the boys and girls out there, study. Be true to yourself. Work hard and be honest. And most of all, remember, show respect for everyone. Respect is a big part of our world that we need to instill. And that's my advice to all the children. Oh, what a wonderful uh, way to end an amazing segment. Uh, Santa Claus, uh, we are so appreciative of the time that you made to join us uh, live from the North Pole. I mean, um, you know, you, you make spirits bright. And uh, for these two uh, chums here, uh, the co-hosts, you have done that to the power of 100. You've made our spirits bright by joining us on Champs and Chums. And I know my sidekick, Ashton, here wanted to say a few words just before you, 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 uh, you signed off with us. Okay. Ashton, go ahead, buddy. Thank you for coming on the show and have a Merry Christmas. Thank you, Ashton. Now, I just want to close with a quick little blurb if I can. Please do. I want to remind everybody out there, there's 14 more sleeps. These are very crucial sleeps. You have to go to bed. You have to behave for your moms and dads. And also, this is very important this time of this year. Be safe. Social distance is important. Six feet. Wash your hands constantly. Wear your masks. These are all very, very important things. And I have a special announcement for everybody out there to know about this. This is a great piece of news that just happened yesterday at the North Pole. We had a birth of a brand new elf. The new elf has got a name that is unique for Canada. We have a Timmy's now at the North Pole. So the new elf's name is Tinbit. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Wow, breaking news here. You heard an exclusive on Champs and Chums. Th Santa, thank you for breaking that here on our podcast. And uh, yeah, at the time of recording, there were uh, only so many sleeps left. Uh, but this has been amazing in so many ways. Uh, it's a Christmas miracle. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on episode 16. This ends our father-son best of segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast.
Welcome back to Champs and Chums, episode 16. Happy December, everybody. Hope you're doing well. And Ashton, it is now time for our All Pro Go segment. In fact, Ashton, it's our final All Pro Go of 2020. Yep. And it sure is. Okay. And just a reminder for our listeners, our All Pro Go segment is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. And you know what, Ashton, I was thinking about it in honor of Santa Claus and uh, the fact that he's going to be going on this magical sleigh and he, with his team. It's December. He's got a big duty in front of him. I thought it'd be kind of neat to uh, to kind of look at how one can transform themselves on those ski hills. So we decided to take snowboarding for our all-pro goal. Ashton, take it away. Snowboarding is a recreational and competitive activity that involves dis- descending a, s- a snow-covered slope while standing on a snowboard attached to a rider's feet. It features the Winter Olympic Games and the Winter Paralympic Games. The development of snowboarding was inspired by skateboarding, sledding, surfing, and skiing. It was developed in the United States in the 1960s. It became a Winter Olympic sport in Nagano, Japan, 1998 Olympics, yeah. And eventually was featured in featured, the, yeah. featured in the Winter Paralym Paralympics. Sochi. At Sochi, Sochi, Russia. Is at Sochi, Russia in 2014. Its popularity as measured by equipment sales in the United States peak, peaked in 2007 and has been in a decline since. Modern snowboarding began in 1965 when Sherman Poppin, an engineer in Muskegon, Michigan, Michigan, yep, invented a toy for his daughters by daughters by fastening two skis together and attaching a rope to one end, so he would have some control as they stood on their board and glided downhill. Dub dubbed the snurfer snurfer yeah that was a key a, 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 a one learning for me there uh, everybody uh, it's dubbed its nickname is called snurfer combining snow and surfer by his wife nancy yeah this is sherman's wife yeah the toy provided so popular among his daughters uh, friends that Poppin licensed the idea to manufacture Br- Brunswick Corporation that sold about a million sn- snuffers, snurfers, yeah, snurfers over the next decade. And in 1966 alone, over half a million snuff- snuffers. Wait, I'm confused on this word. Snuffers? Snurfers. Remember, it's, it's, as we said to the listeners, uh, snurfers is sort of the combination of saying, uh, I'm in snow and I'm surfing. Yep. Snurfers. Were sold. Yep. Latest versions of the snurfer were flat planks on wood with a pointed bent um, upward t- tip with a rope connected to help keep control of the board and later models closer to the modern snowboard made up of various components. Components, yeah, great job, son. So this is our all pro go snowboarding and dad's gonna take it down the hill with just a few more uh, did you knows about uh, about snowboarding. So uh, Ashton talked about Mr. Sherman Poppin who was the engineer that kind of helped uh, get things going for uh, snowboarding in 1965. Well, did you know, everybody, that in 1968, uh, Poppin organized the first snurfing competition at a Michigan ski resort, and it attracted um, lots of enthusiasts all around the world. And speaking of all around the world, Ashton, this is not just a U.S.-inspired thing, snowboarding. I mean, there was some... um, a Welsh skate, uh, skateboard enthusiast who got in on, on snowboarding, John Roberts and Pete Matthews. And of course, in the Soviet Union in the early 80s, there were two noted uh, 
uh, let's call them snowboardians. Uh, Alexei, oh boy, I'm going to butcher this. Ostenegrosh and Alexei Minikov. Uh, that was a, that was definitely a mouthful. But those two Russians were involved in really moving the sport along, everybody. And uh, did you know that the first competitions to offer prize money of the National Snurfing Championship, this is uh, what was eventually snowboarding, was held at the Muskegon State Park in Muskegon, Michigan. And a name that's very familiar to, um, uh, to snowboard enthusiasts, of course, Ashton, is um, the Burton, the Burton family. They played a big role. Uh, Jake Burton Carpenter, 1979, who's from Vermont, played a big role to really increase uh, awareness and participation in snowboarding. 1990, everybody, the International Snowboard Federation was, uh, was, came to be, so that really helped um, boost the sport, not only just in the United States, but uh, right across the, uh, uh, the world. Ashton, you talked about 98 in Nagano when it, it was the first time that it uh, debuted at the uh, Winter Olympic Games. And uh, did you know, everybody, that at one point in 2004, there were 6.4 million participants, 6.6 million participants, Ashton, in snowboarding. Uh, just to close off this fun all-pro-go segment of snowboarding, did you guys know that snowboarding comes in different styles? There's the free ride, freestyle, free carve, and race. And uh, Ashton, just before we close this segment... Not only did you just talk about snowboarding, you did snowboarding. Yes. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that experience? So uh, I, uh, one day I was with my mom, and she signed up for uh, snowboarding lessons. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not going to do well. And um, it, it went good. I mean, the teacher, you know, he was a bit confused. Like what? Was he just generally confused, or was he confused he was having like you as a participant? He was kind of mad. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. This was your first introduction to snowboarding, but too. But there was an older man who, who taught me how to, who, how to do it, actually. Right. And I actually slid down the whole way. Well, that's amazing. And I guess, above all, you had some fun. And, uh, you know, you, you, you kind of stayed in one piece. And your mom, of course, loves snowboarding too, right? Yep. So that was great. In fact, if I remember, there's a sports connection to this one, this All Pro Go, with your first experience of snowboarding. It was during March break. And that very same day, in fact, that evening, was the site of your first Toronto Raptors game that you watched live. It was LeBron James and the Lakers yep. against the Raptors. So boy, what a day that was. Not only going down the hill, but up the hill to the uh, Scotiabank Arena and, uh, and uh, taking in that game. So ladies and gentlemen, that is snowboarding, our all-pro go. You're listening to episode 16 of the Champs and Chums podcast. father-son fun talk you're listening to episode 16 of the champs and chums podcast and ashton it is now time for our signature segment it is our champs and chums segment and in fact it's our last champs and chums segment for 2020 yep. so uh, as our listeners know our champs and chums segment is our salute to our stars on and off the field and uh, boy oh boy ashton what an episode it's been already uh, this final episode of 2020, and now it's time for us to uh, crown our, as you always know, everybody, we crown our, our champs. Ashton crowns his champ, I crown my champ, he crowns his chum, and I crown my chum. Now, it's record-breaking here, everybody, again, for the second time in 2020. It is unanimous across the board, Ashton, that we have selected both the same, right across the board, clean sweep, double play day. We have selected our champ and chum all the same. So on behalf of Ashton and I, you get the honors, Ashton. Who is our champ and chum our of ch episode 16? Our champ and chum of episode 16 is Santa Claus. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Double play day on episode 16, 
Santa Claus, the jolly old man himself. Yeah. Ashton, amazing. Double fist bumps for that. Festive fist bumps uh, to boot. No pun intended because we know Santa has some really beautiful boots when he uh, makes his way right across the globe. Uh, but let's get down to the, to, the, to the real business here. Record-breaking, only the second time on Champs and Chums, we've had uh, all four across the board. And remember, Daniel Nestor was our first ever one. We'll never forget that great yep. interview back on, uh, that would have been episode uh, 13, October. I believe. That's right. We had a great, uh, that was actually September, right? Yeah. But it was a great episode with him. But now episode 16, three episodes later, and we have um, uh, Santa Claus. Why is Santa Claus your champ and chump? He is giving and he adores kids of all ages. Well, he sure does. I mean, that's what makes him an all-star for me too, Ashton. I mean, he's uh, he's he, he gives, he goes right across the world. He has such an important job. We had Santa Claus on the show. And you remember he said that even during COVID, he's taken all the necessary steps to make sure he continues to deliver. So, you know, that's what makes you great, Santa Claus, is not only just having you on the show, but um, for my advancing years, you have never failed in being good, in being great, being giving. And it's for all those great reasons why I've selected you. But just before we uh, conclude this great segment, this record-breaking segment where we name Santa Claus or Champ and Chum Ashton, how about some memories of you uh, being with Santa Claus? When I was actually younger, I took a photo with Santa Claus. I believe it was at Bramley Mall. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. It was at uh, Bramley City Center. That's right. He managed to find himself there. Yep. Yeah. And what was your, what, 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 what do you, why do you think, why do you think Santa Claus is so adored by, uh, by kids? I mean, he, he loves kids. He, he goes around every year to give a present to kids and that, that just, that just puts a smile on their faces. Well, he puts a smile on the face of uh, not only uh, kids of your age, but kids of all ages. So for that, Santa Claus, Ashton and I have nominated you, the jolly old man that you are, our champ and chump of episode 16. Good stuff. Well, one more segment to go for 2020, and you're listening to episode 16 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. And Ashton, this is now time to say goodbye to our faithful listeners. In fact, it is the last time that we will say goodbye for 2020. But Ashton, um, uh, as I always do on each of our episodes, I just want to ask you, what did you learn today? I learned that Santa will have a new helper in the future. Oh, yes, that's right. I mean, he, he that's a breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, right? And I mean, what, uh, just to share again, uh, just to bring it back into focus for our listeners, Ashton, what was that breaking news that he shared? He shared that um, a new elf was born yesterday. That's right. I think his name was uh, Timbit. Yep. How Canadian of that. So shout out to Santa Claus who joined us on the show. What else did you learn on episode 16, Ashton? I learned that Serena is an outstanding standing singer oh well evidence of that on episode 16 another stunning and stirring sports rendition of uh, for us ashton thanks to uh, one half of the power girls serena for joining us uh, on the show and you know we got the tunes going i was feeling quite festive ashton after uh, singing that uh, rendition of the 12 days of christmas how about you yeah, I, I was very excited and felt very pumped up. Oh, that's great. Well, special thanks to Serena for joining us. And, uh, you know, we, we want to save uh, the biggest thank you here in our final episode for uh, 2020. A big thank you to you, the listeners. I mean, um, you have been so supportive and um, the energy that you've shown uh, for champs and chums and uh, this father-son fun talk about sports life and friendship has been absolutely inspiring uh, you really drive us to uh, to do more and to uh, and to and to do great things so thanks to you the fans and Ashton what do you want to say to all the listeners of champs and chums uh, thank you for all your um, 
support and um, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's right. We want to wish all our uh, all our uh, fans of Champs and Chums a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, all the best in 2021. We'll look forward to bringing you more episodes in the new year, our monthly podcast, uh, Champs and Chums. And Ashton, uh, who do we want to thank as well for big parts to, to 20, say, 2020? We want to thank Santa Claus. That's right, Santa Claus. Thank you so much for being our, our, our big guest, the greatest guest of all for December. We want to thank the Power Girls, Uncle Dennis, for all their great work that they've done in helping produce the show. And Ashton, uh, just before we sign off, tell all the fans at home uh, where they can subscribe and check us out iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Podbean, CastBox, and Face, and you can check us out at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitter at Champs and Chums and ChampsandChums.com. You got it. Uh, social media at Champs and Chums and our website ChampsandChums.com. Well, Ashen, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, and uh, to all the listeners, we hope you uh, have a very safe and happy holiday season. And Ashton, we are going to do the absolute biggest festive fist bump for 2020. That's it, my man. Well done. Happy holidays, everybody, on behalf of Champs and Chums, as we always do, Ashton. For the final time in 2020, we are going to say cheers Cheers to to champs, champs, cheers cheers to to chums, chums, and and cheers cheers to an all-star day. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.